Welcome back to the Healthy with Heartland podcast. My name's Justin. I am your host. Also joined with your favorite creative directors, Simon and Shannon. How are you feeling today? Feeling good. It's another healthy day with Heartland. Yep. And we should have changed the uh, the little moose sound for this podcast to, uh, well, we'll oink, leave it oink. up. Oink, oink, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's some foreshadowing. We've got some amazing guests today from Cheshire Heritage Farms. And before we give them the proper introduction they deserve, let's send it over to Shannon for some announcements. All right. Welcome back, Heartland family. I'll make this a quick one. If you're ready to restock from home, there's a couple more days in October. You can take advantage of our reorder special. So you get that Thanksgiving turkey absolutely free along with your reorder. So make sure to take advantage of that by scheduling between now and Monday, which is the last day of the month. To mention that, it is Halloween this weekend, so stay safe, Heartland family. And if you have forgotten to play, don't forget the contest pinned to the top of the Heartland Foodies group. It's our freezer spooktacular contest. So make sure that you spookify your freezer so that you could be entered into win. There's going to be a special prize, and we're also going to feature a few families on the cover photo of our Heartland Foodies group. So that's super fun. Look forward to that. And guys, I'm super excited. Let's get into today's podcast. All right. So today we're going to be talking about that wonderful Heartland pork, where it comes from, and the the people behind it. So we have Esther, who is the founder of Cheshire Pork, also known as the farmer's daughter. And (laughs) Ashley is the marketing manager over there. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys taking time out of your, what we know are busy schedules to uh, not only, you know, speak with us, but uh, we are such huge fans and our, all of our customers are such huge fans of your products. We just love them so much. So it's definitely a huge pleasure to have you both on here today. Thank you. So should we start at the beginning? I guess the, the, the background on Cheshire, tell us all about how it started and, and how we got to where we are today. So my dad, um, Ted Ivy, he started raising the Chester White Heritage Breed Hogs back in the 1970s. Um, since then, he has been breeding the top 3% of our herd. And up until 2010, my father had just only sold to Japanese markets. Uh, I started Cheshire Pork to distribute our delicious pork to America. Love it. Thank you. Because I love your pork. <laughs> so we definitely need it here you in America. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So what is it What is it about this breed, I guess? Um, tell us the, the background on why you chose that and, and how it's different from everything else that's out there. Well, my dad, he went to a lot of different farmers looking for the perfect breed for intermuscular fat. And the Cheshire, uh, Chester White was not very well known. Um, he went to Texas uh, and this farmer said, hey, I'm going to give you this Chester White hog. And he, he chose, um, he was breeding Berkshire. He's breeding um, Spots. And he brought back the Chester White and he realized that they were the best mothers and they actually had to um, raise the most pigs, wean the most pigs. And that turned into um, the Japanese the study and it turned into the more milk the mothers had, the more intermuscular fat that were in the uh, pigs. So it, he kind of lucked out with the Chester White. <laughs> we now have the largest herd in America. Um, not to say we're still a family farm, but... Um, we, um, we exclusively use those um, for breeding practices. Mm. Wow. That's super cool. Because you think, like uh, like you mentioned, you know, rate, like sows is a huge thing in, in the farming of pigs, right? And, and them having oh, yeah. to be, you know, like great mothers and that kind of stuff. Um, but I guess 
what is the the culture at Cheshire like? Well, we're a family-oriented business, which is a wonderful thing. Um, we work in a very rewarding, fast-paced environment. Um, we have to respond quickly to the needs of our customers in food service and retail. So um, it's it's really fast on a daily basis. Um, but we love connecting with our chefs, our restaurant owners, and our consumers. And we love building the relationships out there. It's, it's a true blessing um, what we've been doing for the past 12 years. Wow. And how many people work at, at Cheshire? How many we got? I think we've got six. <laughs> wow. So, so my dad and my sister and my cousins, they all run the farm. Mm -hmm. um, of course, I ran the farm up until about 12 years ago. Or I helped run it. And we now just do sales and marketing. So I'm out with the customers. I'm not on the farm anymore, mm -hmm. um, which has been really rewarding for me because um, we come from a background where we just did pig pickings growing up in Eastern North Carolina. We didn't really, we didn't have a lot of culinary experience. So we've been able to see a lot of just incredible dishes um, mm. with our pork that we probably wouldn't have even ever known if we yeah. hadn't started this. Wouldn't know they existed at all. <laughs> mm. Wow. Yeah. And I've seen some of the, the beautiful photos even, you know, online of the pork, you know, before it's cooked, you can see like that beautiful, like purple kind of like color Pink to yeah, it. Yeah. And then I know that in some way, uh, the James Beard Foundation, I mean, supports your pork as well, right? Which is huge and very well known and respected in the restaurant industry. Yeah. So you mentioned chefs, I assume that's why. Yes. So we were introduced to the wonderful guys of the James Beard Foundation um, by some chef friends in New York. And um, Chef Adam Hayes was actually the first one to use our pork at the James Beard Foundation. And that um, relationship grew into a purveyor sponsorship. So then James Beard allowed us to provide the pork for any chef that cooks at the foundation. And it really is amazing to see the talent that these guys have and they're just creating such unique dishes with our pork. It's amazing. Yeah, we, we have been honored to, to partner with those guys mm -hmm. and to actually go there for a few um, suppers at the James Beard has been incredible. Wow. Yeah, I cannot even imagine. I, I know that that's that's very that's huge. So that's really yeah. awesome. And congratulations on that, too. Yeah. Thank you. Because yeah, I mean, for the people that don't know, I'm going to Google's for this yeah, so that, it's you know, that you can talk <laughs> because we're a we're, huge we're, honor. Yeah, because we're, we're <laughs> restaurant people. So knowing James Beard Award winners is something I mean, I've never had a bad meal or ba any kind of bad service at someone who's restaurant or someone yeah. serving a meal that that was part of the James Beard. Uh, or, or foundation. Yeah. Um, so I, as soon as I noticed that, I was like, oh, something has to be different. Like if James Beard is saying this is the pork yeah. that we serve and we are cooking with, it's 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 a different, you know what I mean? It's, it's a different breed. Like, and I don't know. That's kind of funny. It's a different breed. It is a different breed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for people that don't know, the J James Beard was basically a, an American culinary expert who championed simple American and English dishes and wrote one of the first serious books on outdoor cooking. Mm -hmm. In 1945, he became the uh, first chef to demonstrate cooking on network television. And then from that, the rest is history. So now he, they give out these awards to like the top uh, chefs out there. And, and I guess... Literally, like I said, I've never had a bad meal. We've yeah. had them in Dallas, Texas, from New York yeah. to San Francisco, everywhere. Any, even in Hawaii, we went to a James Beard Award winning mm -hmm. um, 
I think it's the only one in Hawaii, and literally. Well, fire. yeah, if they oh, wow. if they are part of the James Beard Foundation, then they are obvious. They know what they're doing, exactly. and they're looking for the best quality. So I, I know that says something to the quality of the product as well. So right, thank you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want to get back to the the breeding aspect. So why is the 45 years of the selective breeding? Like, why is that important? We're talking about the eating experience. Like, why is that important to the eating experience when when you think about 45? In the 45 years, um, my dad really wanted to to breed a genetically superior hog. Mm -hmm. Um, So we um, he has only bred the top three percent of the herd uh, for those 45 years. And what I mean by that is he has singled out. the the pigs that have superior marbling, intermuscular fat, and of course that always equals great flavor. Um, this also creates consistency, which the chefs and the consumers love. Um, they know they're getting the same product um, each time. Um, and so it's really important for the consumer to know that they'll get in the, get the same eating experience. So uh, the Japanese really taught us a lot about that. Um, they like everything very, very consistent. Right. So we we have really focused on that in the forty five years. Mm. Wow, that's so interesting because I that's I guess that's a little nugget, you know what I mean? Especially for us that are like really food people, like that you guys learned from the Japanese and then took that and then you know implemented something here in the United States, which I you know is is awesome because yeah. learning from other co- like like you said. Um, whether it's martial arts or it's cooking, you think sushi, the Japanese, they are very in, in engineering. Meticulous. They're, they're exactly. Yep. Yes. They're, very, they're very, very meticulous in the things that they do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, taking that and learning from them and then implementing it, it it's something here. I think that's, you know, I mean, that, that, I applaud you guys for that because that's awesome. That's very like very much so. And uh, have it here for us, like homegrown. The Japanese, they spend 38% of their income on food, which mm. is seems crazy. Like uh, if you think about Americans probably spend about 10 Mm-hmm. Um, but they, of course, pork is their big thing and they're, they're really serious about that. So, um, we, we've been blessed to have a relationship with them and to learn from these guys. That's awesome. wow. You know, I've noticed that, um, things that are considered extremely high quality, there's a relationship between Japan and high quality, like our, mm-hmm. our Vitacraft cookware, that's commercial grades better than anything on the market. Mm-hmm. They sell primarily to Japan more than here. And it seems like it's the same thing that you've experienced. So I, I guess are, are they just have a, a different bar for quality? Well, uh, one thing that, you know, I've learned about them is they are an island. So they have a lot of imports and their people really started or they really started the farm to fork movement um, before America did where they, if you go into a grocery store and, and Japan, um, our pork is called silky pork and they have my father and my uncle's picture the people want to know, you know, who's the farmer, you know, where, how, how are the pigs raised? And they want to know a lot about, you know, where their food comes from. When I started this about 12 years ago, I realized that Americans were becoming just like that. Um, and they wanted to know where their food comes from and they wanted to know how it was raised. And so we got, we started this in America at really the right time um, where people were, were demanding quality there and they were starting to spend more money on, on products that meant something to them. Wow. It really is incredible. Um, just from personal experience. I mean, until we switched to Cheshire pork, I mean, I would really wouldn't eat any of the pig except for tenderloin Mm. and the Cheshire pork chops to me are, they eat like a tenderloin from another breed. It's, it's incredible. The the quality, the flavor, the texture, the consistency, 
There's nothing like it. So what what's the si- I guess the science of that? Because I know um, I've read about the pH level, the the, the at linoleic acid. I guess what what's I guess what's the science there? Um, well, the Chester White, like that breed, has been known to be higher. Um, the fat content has been higher in oleic acid. Um, but we really, really hang our hats on consistency. The Japanese taught us a lot about the importance of a consistent diet. Um, we feed all our pigs the same diet. We raise them in the very same environment. Um, and we raise them to weight instead of age. Um, we have really careful farming practices and we closely monitor the herd. And all that kind of produces the consistency, um, which we, of course, think is produces the juiciest, most flavorful pork on the market. Mm. But the genetics genetics is a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the environment that they're raised in, because the, there's a stress gene that, um, well, there's a, there's a stress gene that can be released when a pig is not raised in a good environment, when they're not uh, happy, Mm-hmm. um that will hurt will taint the meat so um it's some very our, our animal welfare practices are very important um and also really um processing uh practices are very important too to to never have to always have a happy pig yeah. that's something that we preach on this podcast all the time is that the animals yeah. whether it's a, a pig or a cow or the chickens like they're they're where they're raised and how they're being raised and how they're feeling like a, a happy animal. Justin says it all the yeah. time. You should only have one bad day. One bad day, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are speaking our language. I mean, this <laughs> we're very passionate about this stuff. Uh, but I have a question for Justin. Justin, when did we start carrying Cheshire? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say we're probably getting close to the five-year mark, if not around five years, something like that. Before, uh, before that, actually, I won't even mention what we used before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even well, we, we really appreciate um, the partnership with Heartland Foods. You guys are incredible. Oh, Thank you. We appreciate that. We we'll, we'll throw a bomb for Justin right here. <laughs> <laughs> the Sultan of sourcing, we call it. Yeah. Well, it's just a uh, you know we're we're always looking for the best, you know, yeah. and, and, if, and that that's it, right? And um, you know, since 2002, it's been Creekstone, and nobody beats that beef product. And nobody beats Cheshire pork. So that's, oh what, gosh, we, thank you. <laughs> that's what we tell our customers. Like if there was something better out there, that's what we would get for you. That's yeah. awesome. Thank and you. we can tell they're loving it because on our, our oh, yeah. Heartland Foodies group, <laughs> they literally have the pork tenderloins, the chops. And like oh, yeah. I already told you, they're off, sharing the pork. Oh, wow. Like the pork yeah. loin and the pork tenderloin is probably, I'd say, our top item posted in that group. We have over 3,000 members in that group. So it's very exciting for us to see that, you know, that people are enjoying those products, especially too. And maybe Justin, you could talk about this. Like a lot of people have reservations towards pork because of, you know, the way that it was raised in the past and just like that, you know, pigs can, will eat anything. And right. there's a lot of things surrounding that. And then people realize that we have this quality pork and it changes their whole outlook on it right you know yeah people have have a reservation um, against pork i think it's the experience they've had from the commercial supply chain it's pretty flavorless it's dry and um, there's also a predisposed i guess mentality that pork is bad for you Um, there's all of these things so i i don't know if you have any um, debunking for those kind of myths but that's um some things that we hear people say well, um, it, it really has to do a lot with the farming practices. Um, 
and animal welfare. Um, I think that's very important. Uh, I think some things that people don't realize is how versatile pork is. So yeah. you can have a lean cut of pork, uh, say with the tenderloin or the pork loin. Um, you can, you know, fatten that up uh, with sausage. And um, you can even do, you know, bacon's not but so bad for you um, as far as fat content, which fat, fat is where the flavor's at. So fat's a good That's thing. Right. Um, our favorite, bacon. our favorite <laughs> is bacon. I mean, pork belly, we sell probably more pork belly than anything. But yeah. um, again, I mean, one thing I realized is out of, of all the meats, pork is really the most versatile. I mean, there's even pork cheeks, which I didn't have until, you know, I uh, ran into a chef that was doing them. Um, that kind of tastes, it tastes like, uh, roast beef. <laughs> it's, it's amazing how many different parts of the pig taste, uh, different. So, um, we love it. We think it's incredible. Yeah. If you, if you haven't tried it lately, uh, give it a try, give Cheshire pork a try. Um, uh, most pork was bred to be the other white meat, right? Mm -hmm. They have less fat. It's making it drier and have less flavor, but that's what we've been focusing on at Cheshire for you know, 46 years now, um, adding in that, that and having an all natural, well marbled product that is just full of flavor. The, there was a campaign in the 1980s, uh, by the U S pork council that was, uh, during the whole, you know, fat free craze when everybody yeah. wanted to make everything low fat. And mm -hmm. they, they did a lot of breeding with the pork to try to get it to the fat content of chicken. And, that's just pork is not supposed to have the fat content of chicken. Right. So we, you know, we, we have pork that is, is, is pork <laughs> the way it used to be, the way it should be yeah. and the fat, fat content and, it, and it's delicious and it's, um, it's very high in protein. Um, and it's, it's good for you. So, um, try it out. Yeah. You chicken eaters, try it out. <laughs> Absolutely. That's my go-to. I, lo I love all of your pork products. That's what we literally, I, I don't, can't even remember the last time I, I, cooked with another pork product no, because yeah. it's Doesn't so good happen. because it's so good. And I'll even go out to restaurants and I'll try them and I'll be like, Oh, they'll be like, Oh, there we have the, uh, this Berkshire pork chop or this Duroc pork chop. And I'm like, I have something right in my freezer that I can go to that tastes just like this. It costs nothing like this. Yeah. And I made yeah. it myself. I know exactly the ingredients that I put in it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, like I said, this is probably one of my favorite podcasts because you all are on it. And mm. one of my favorite foods is pork. Like I could, like my wife will tell you like, <laughs> Pork chops, bacon, <laughs> pork belly, uh, ground pork. All of it. 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 I, I love it. And, and to know that true. it's coming from such a great, you know, uh, uh, family farm, yeah. uh, what you guys are doing, it's so inspiring. Like, I, I really love it. But I would really like to know, what are some of your favorite mm. of your own products? Good question. The toot your own horn. Bacon. <laughs> bacon. I mean, like bacon. We, we love our bacon. We yes. we love bacon so much that we just created a whole retail line featuring <laughs> bacon. So we now have bacon jerky. We have bacon dressings. We have bacon jam. We have bacon ketchup. Um, it's kind of a little obsession of ours. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm glad to know this now. I did not know there was a such yeah. thing. Yeah. Like jerky. Yes. Brand new products. Brand yeah. New. Oh. Everything with bacon. Bacon everything. Very cool. Well, the Heartland family loves bacon, that's for sure. That's a t-shirt. Bacon over everything. Bacon over everything. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. We will get that made. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. I'm all about the pork shoulders. Mm. It's oh, like yeah. thank you. And especially because smoking meats, Traegers, green eggs, like all these things are really popular right now. So when people mm. are getting into that and they've never smoked anything before, 
-hmm. I always tell them the pork shoulder is where you want to start. It's the most forgiving mm. piece of meat. It's hard to screw it up. Like, don't start with a brisket. Get a pork shoulder. <laughs> spoof that thing. Internal 190-200. Pull it easy. And people yeah. are loving it. So that's oh one of our gosh. one of our top sellers is the pork shoulder. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's awesome. Absolutely. It's always good. It's Yes. Like I said, and we have a lot of um, customers that are competition barbecue teams. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's a whole different world from the chef's kitchens that we walk into where they're creating these, you know, fancy dishes. And then yeah. we also see all the cooking mm -hmm. of the ribs and the butts and the shoulders. Good and stuff. It's, oh my gosh. it's crazy to see how, again, how versatile it is. Yeah. And now I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't had my bacon today yet. So yeah. we, 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 have, we have three different grills and smokers at our house. So yeah. we're, we're ex my husband's an expert. Um, he, he loves he loves cooking at home. Uh, that's his favorite thing to do is just cook for the neighbors or cook for anybody. Anybody will come. Anybody he cooks. Come. <laughs> that's awesome. And when you have that product, when you have that kind of pork, it's, it's kind of hard. Because when you think about like the people that are like the James Beard Award winners and the the like the people you said that are doing their own grilling, they're using the best type of product to yes. go out and compete against everybody else. So you already yeah. every chef knows it starts with the ingredients. Mm -hmm. So if you have higher quality, you don't need to sauce it up or do any kind of thing like that. I, like I like I said, I eat the ribs, <laughs> fall off the bone, no sauce. She literally just yes. seasons them, no Salt sauce, fall off the bone. It's so good. Yep. It doesn't need it. It doesn't need it. Yep, my husband always says salt and pepper, salt and pepper. Yep, yep. that's it. That's all it needs. <laughs> the holy grail barbecue. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's good stuff. And then I guess what what does the future hold for for Cheshire? Well, we feel like the future is very bright for Cheshire. Um, we're so proud of everything that we've done. We're so proud of our, you know everything my dad's done. Um, we're continuing to grow our product line and of course connect with new customers each day, which is the real fun part for us. It's just, we, we're so blessed with the people that we have met, um, distributing this product and the consumers, um, we love what we do. Um, and we just, we truly appreciate the support, um, and the love and our journey is to bring high quality pork, uh, to everybody's table. So we're going to continue to do that. And, um, and, we, we really appreciate partners like Heartland that allow us to do that and allow us to reach the consumers. That's awesome. And if someone does want to partner with you, you know, kind of like Heartland does, like how do they go about reaching you? Um, well, you can, you can reach us on the website. Our website is www.cheshirepork.com or www.buypork.com. And we have wholesale inquiries, retail inquiries, um, email and phone number there. Call us up. Um, we're, we answer the phone 24 yeah. hours a day. <laughs> One of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Justin, do you have uh, uh, anything else? I think we covered it. Any yeah. any final thoughts? Anything that we should know? Where we should follow you? Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all at Cheshire Pork. We love social media. Yes. Yes. And we love seeing all your amazing food <laughs> We photos. love oh everything you guys share. <laughs> we, we also, um, another thing that we're doing is we are, we have a general store in Goldsboro, but we are adding a smokehouse to it um, in 2023. So, so look for that. Um, I think it's going to be called Cheshire Smokehouse. So we'll be able to, my husband can can move from cooking in the yard to cooking in the restaurant. Yes. Oh. Um, we're cooking in the backyard. He's still going to cook in the backyard. But um, <laughs> so we're, we're excited about being able uh, to kind of expand um, in that way. 
And company like, field trip. We're going to yeah, do it. Yeah. I, I, I was right. worried about to ask the date. I was going to, like, 2023 win? Are you coming? Yeah. Uh, maybe May. Yeah. Okay. okay. So if I just show up spring. in May, don't don't hold it against me. I'm, 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 you guys mentioned the bacon and all the products. Yeah, it's the bacon jerky, bacon jam. So yeah. we're yeah. there. We've we've got a sriracha bacon jerky that I, I can't I can't stop eating. I'm, I'm yeah. just eating it every day. Oh my gosh, that sounds really good. <laughs> sounds amazing. I have to check that out. I know what I'm getting for Christmas gifts this year. <laughs> bacon jerky. Oh, I'll be in heaven. <laughs> good I hope you're talking about me. I mean. exactly stocking stuffers Mm -hmm. that's a a good idea well again we just want to again thank you for taking the time you know we know you guys are super busy and we appreciate you know the conversation i feel like we're both we're all super passionate about you know these topics and good food and good quality food and serving families and people who want to eat better quality food and um, we just are really really thankful f- to share this morning and this opportunity with you and we appreciate you guys coming on the podcast and and you know anytime um, you'd like to come back on we'd love to have you and if there's anything else you'd like to mention before we wrap up um, you're welcome to and if not then Justin's going to go ahead and send us off well we just want to say thanks guys yeah. you, you guys are great Thank you so much to our Heartland Foods community. Thank you for your support. We really appreciate it from a, a family business. Um, it means a lot to us. So thank you. Thank you. And again, thank you guys. This has been an awesome experience for us. Awesome. Thank you. guys. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Heartland family. Until next time, stay healthy with Heartland.